One of the beautiful things in the unfolding of God's plan, I think, is how he places around those that, that he calls others uh, to give support um, who are part of this great project of God um, so that one does not feel utterly alone in it. And he does that in a particular way for Mary and Joseph, and, and Mary especially. Uh, as soon as she receives the message of the angel Gabriel, the Lord lets her know that her cousin Elizabeth is with child. And that probably wasn't only to, to reassure Mary that all things are possible for God, but also to give our Blessed Mother someone else with whom she could confide, rejoice, uh, talk, and, and, and share what the Lord was doing. We, we need that. And so uh, immediately Mary travels in haste and spends that time with Our Lady, or Our Lady with Elizabeth. But then there are all of these other moments in the unfolding of the Christmas story where the Lord is sending people to Mary and Joseph letting them know effectively, you're not alone in this. The shepherds show up and they receive the message from the angels, but Mary and Joseph, they weren't expecting them, but they, their, their arrival and their sharing with Mary and Joseph, the message of the angel had to be yet another great reassurance for them. Like, Lord, you, you haven't just chosen us and left us in this on our own. And then we have the same thing in this scene from Luke's gospel, when they present Jesus in the temple, you, you have Simeon yesterday, today you have Anna, all of these different people who seem to pop up out of the blue, who are, are in this great work that God is doing. C.S. Lewis, in, in his book, Mere Christianity, uh, and in that, um, at times, uses imagery that is drawn from what what England uh, had just been through with, with the war, um, he at one point talks about God's entrance into the world as this great invasion. But he says that God enters the world first in disguise. And he uses briefly just imagery that, that, that the Brits would have been really familiar with from the war. He describes God's entrance in in disguise and then the gathering of the church on Sundays and listening to God's word as this listening to the wireless, hearing what the, you know, the great general is doing and all of that. But, but these, there are these moments, kind of taking that image from C.S. Lewis, there are these moments where Mary and Joseph, people pop up and kind of are there, uh, you know, kind of you know, thinking along the imagery of, of C.S. Lewis of, you know, we're, we're not in this alone. We're, we're, we're working for, for the victory. And with like a, a wink here, a, a knowing glance there, like, yes, we're, we're in this with you. And there's just a great reassurance in that. And it's one of the beautiful things that, that the Lord seems to do. And it's part of the way that, that he fulfills the promise to us. The Lord is Emmanuel. He is God with us. But one of the great ways that he does that is by the people that he puts into our life, 
reassuring us that we're not alone, that there are others who are fighting for the same cause, that, that, that hold to that same deep truth. And we need that. And Anna in the gospel today is just one example of, of many that the Lord just dropped into the, the, the circle of Mary and Joseph. And he, he wants to do that. He does do that for us as well. So on this sixth day of, of Christmas, let's thank the Lord for, for those that he's put into our life in that way, but also ask him to give us eyes to see those moments, to see those people, and to know that it's the Lord who's at work in that, fulfilling for us that, that very promise that, that he is Emmanuel. He really is God with us.